Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Angel Cast with me, Adam Cunis. And me, Alex Lay. And me, Matt Hinton. So here we go. Hey. Um, we are back in your ears. Well, um, back to start. Back to start in your yeah. ears. It's like snakes and ladders. Gone all the way down. <laughs> we have gone one. all the way down to the basement as well. We're actually in a different <laughs> studio at uh, Sound Mouse yeah, today for the first episode. There are many guitars. They're beautiful is... guitars, actually. I mean, that's not what we're here to talk about. That's it's a, a nice hobby. room to sit it, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we could, but... And drums as little. Anyway, I digress. Um, we are, of course, from Angel Wargamers. Um, we will mostly, I think, for the short term at least, be talking about Age of Sigma. Yeah. Yep. Um, especially with a rather large release coming out. Yeah, well, it coincided mm. pretty well, didn't it? AOS um, 2 is all the rage. We're not going to talk a great deal about that because, of course, nobody actually knows, do they? It's not really. It's not out yet, so... It's not well, really. We didn't want to be speculative. There's no PDFs or anything like that. Yeah, nothing going the rounds on all the WhatsApp groups or anything like that. I, I refuse yeah. to look at illegally sourced material. That is yeah, a reasonable standpoint. So many morals. Just, does yeah. Alex have. Definitely Absolutely. wasn't watching the World Cup on iPlayer before I came here. No. If I With was, your TV license. I, of course, have a TV license. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> so, um, we're going to, I think, format wise, we're going to talk about the kind of three, three ways to play that were made um, particularly famous in the first edition of AOS, but brought to the fore in the General's Handbooks. Yeah. Um, so. We are matched players quite a lot of the time, um, but Matt's well, got. Yourself. Well, you're not. Matt's literally got a wrestling belt for narrative play, and yep. Alex has, um, in the past, on other channels, told us how his his narrative stuff's been going on. And we're going to have some open stuff as well. So it's not it's not just AOS. There might be a bit of Blood Bowl. There will be some D and D. Yeah, that's guaranteed. And there will be some Necromunda. I guarantee you there will be some Necromunda in this very episode. Yeah. yeah. So we're um, just using those three kind of catch-alls to talk about tabletop gaming in general. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we don't want to be They're just nice holes. categories to talk about. So narrative gaming might contain a load of D&D stuff that we did, or it might be some painting. Yeah. Match play might be talking about. I don't I'm know. kind of hoping our D&D might become a feature. Because actually... I don't want to share too much about what's going on with my character. <laughs> that's true yeah Alex doesn't want to know there's not, there's not so much that we want to we want to share yeah, in, uh, we can just go character. through what's, what's going on in the plot and but going certainly on, that's what yeah, I meant. it'd I be good to do that. a catch up and, and give not. a flavour for those characters I agree yeah totally yeah, um, without wanting to beat about the bush shall we kick off with a bit of match we've got some uh, relatively major events to catch up on although perhaps not as major as they were purported to be um, oh. There it is. He's gone straight in. We're going to talk about the London Grand Tournament. Um, since we're in London, and since we went there, and since our local club, uh, Four Angel these days, is at Magic Madhouse London, um, and that's literally a stone's throw across the canal from the Olympic yeah, Stadium. It's like five so, minutes, wasn't it? It's yeah. literally a stone's throw. It, like it you is. could you throw could a stone the at building. the venue. You yeah. would be in trouble. There was yeah. a lot of security. <laughs> It'd also be a bloody um, good throw. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's the Olympic Stadium, isn't it? You or I might not be able to, but somebody might hey you're talking about the yeah. listeners can't see me I'm actually very muscular very built particularly on one side yeah um, what <laughs> so um, LGT Matt and I we were playing uh, Age of Sigmar yep. first edition uh, of course which is nearly three years old now Alex you had a bit of a wobble and what did you do instead I went and played Necromunda and how was that for you it was awesome 
actually was awesome. Yeah, I know. It looked incredible. Yeah, I genuinely the, was it actually, quite jealous. I'm going to throw it out there and say the Necromunda had the best tables at the entire yeah, event. Yeah, I think they did have the best tables. I mean, apart from Blood Bowl, where it's a pre-made pitch and everyone had one. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Jay ran incredibly yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. of, uh, of games that needed terrain. Yeah, Necromunda had some, it so had that was lots, nice, and it was gorgeous. Age of Sigma had some. Oh yeah, it's just thought... the Necromunda stuff was super. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really standout I, for me. I think just to clarify, I was only playing. I I, I was only actually playing one day of the tournament, um, because I was running the Hackney Half Marathon the following day, which ironically meant I also ran past the venue. Yes. Um, but uh, I think my only comment on that was, if the LGT happens again, could we get a little bit of revision on that refund policy? because I will admit I switched to Necromunda because um, I originally was going to play Blood Bowl but obviously Blood Bowl is very dependent on your ma- on your on your pairings so uh, absolutely yeah. you don't want to throw us back no um, so I, I switched over to Necromunda because I knew I could only do a day and I was refused any point blank any form of refund despite giving a, at least two months notice yeah you gotta do what you're gonna so, do um, your yeah. warband look uh, warband your gang, gang looks super cool as well Thank what you. are you running at the moment uh, I'm running Orlox uh, straight out the box uh, with the addition of Grendel um, the squat the squat yeah because I'm not a Caradron player don't worry about it um, I feel like you were a squat player and then Caradron came out and it was in that order but steampunk dwarves we'll steampunk dwarves um, so I was. It was a fifteen hundred credit starting list. Um, I built a gang off the back of that. You, you, you a bit like Blob Bowl. You got some additional skills and things to dole out. It was really, really cool. Was it resurrection in the same way as? Blood yeah, Bowl? so absolutely. So there was no carryover injury. In fact, and the only slightly disappointing thing. It's not disappointing. Disappointing is not the right word. I guess the only the only thing that needs to be considered for Necromunda is if there's going to be competitive play. Mm. I.e., it's about list building and about the matchup. There does need to be a little bit of refinement to the rules and scenarios because the scenarios are very narrative driven, sure, sure. and um, I, I I came out top of the table on the end of day one. Oh, it's a shame you had that run today. I know, then. right? It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. uh, but actually, the the reason for that was um, some of the scenarios are not they're not for competitive play. Yeah. They're just not. So. I mean, it was a good time for you to bow out, ultimately. You right. can say that you right. would have won the right. LGT Necromunda. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, I played... My first game was against uh, Goliaths. Um, the lady there were Goliaths. Great. I can't remember her name. Apologies if you're listening. Um, and it was very, very close. It was just a straight up 1,500 creds, all starting on the table, running each other. Um, I managed to combat shotgun a few of the Goliaths onto the floor and then uh, heavy stubber. So for your uh, for our non Necromunda playing uh, listeners, a combat shotgun has two profiles for shooting. One uses the old school flame template. Teardrop template. And oh, there wow. is a mechanic Teardrop in Necromunda template. whereby if you are hit by an attack, you are prone, so you go on your back. Doesn't necessarily mean that you are injured, you still no. have to roll as normal, but the real key there is a charge is a double action. So in yeah. order to get engage somebody in hand-to-hand combat, you need to be yeah. on your feet at the start of your activation. Yeah. So, so combat shotguns are really good against Yeah, they're very effective, and all, all locks um, have particularly good access to them. They they come at a little bit of discount, and they're what's on, uh, they start on what's called your um, house equipment list. As we all know Necromunda is about the six major houses of Necromunda mm-hmm. not that all of them are out yeah yet. we all not know all that. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. everybody knows that except Matt who doesn't yeah. know about science fiction <laughs> um, but it is a space fantasy game so you should catch up yeah and um, the, the key of, the key of the game is just the, the resource management based on knowing 
that you can activate each model individually, but those actions are sorted into double actions, basic actions, and, uh, and simple actions. actions. Yeah. Um, and and actually, cool. and it's actually got so much tactical depth, which is why I really enjoyed it. And the games are very quick fire. The Yak Tribe guys were running the the day as well, and huge shout out to them for the. Um, if you have website. been interested in Necromunda but have realised that it's, it's currently spread across four different books that cost quite a lot of money, yeah. Yak Tribe has got a really good kind of compendium of all of that Absolutely. together, as well as self-generated gang roster and ganger cards. Um, I think they're going to be very much supported by Games Workshop in getting that game. I spoke to, to one of them about popular. that, actually, and he said, I said, have they ceased and desist you? And he said, no, but they also haven't responded to us. Right. Okay. So I think, I think he's fairly confident that they're just letting him get on with it. I don't right. think it's going to receive any official support. A bit right. like OBBLM. Yeah, for, for sure. For Blood Bowl. Uh, community resource for because play. you know they turned their backs on the game for twenty years really. So I think you know that community has yeah. existed yeah, yeah, in its yeah. form for that for that length of it's time. A, it's the same across specialist games, and I think maybe Games Workshop will have to have a kind of simple way of dealing with that over the next few years if they are bringing those games back they may end up with one policy but at the moment it's not really one size fits all with no communities as big as blood bowl or as small as inquisitor yeah, you can't quite make one decision across the no. board so maybe they're testing the waters i think so I think how did so. that that first game was a win yep sorry so that first game was a was a win um it was mainly on kill points um and i did manage to make the goliath game bottle which means that they started Ooh. to run away nice um, the second game I played Goliaths again. They are one of the two starter gangs. They so are. So if you own so the rules, you also own them. Precisely. Um, <laughs> I I have a gang. <laughs> and I uh, I also won that game. Nice. Um, I, it was quite a while ago. And I'm really sorry. I haven't got all my notes. Um, but yeah, we're just over a month since LGT. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, third game was against Vansar but it was Compendium sorry Compendium that's an AOS term it was Gangs Gang of, of Legends, Legends. Mm. so it was old Vansar because Gang War 3 had literally just dropped right so they weren't so they weren't no um, and what we found out is that Melter Guns are the most horrific thing in the world ever did they take off your face they do literally take off your face so mm. it's point. it's literally point and press so if it hits no wound or armor save is allowed, and you immediately go out of action. Oh, and I hadn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I rang my leader, quite oh. cockily at his leader, thinking I'm gonna smash this and guy it's in just the face. Out of action, it's not you lose your first two wounds. No, stats. no, it's just sure. gone. Yeah. Well, now you know. It. See you later. So that, but I did manage to win on scenario because of cheekily placing crates around the board, and um, his objective steal crates. My objective was stop being stolen, and I just managed to. So your leader got his face shot off. He but got you won. shot off, but I won. Yeah, and it actually nice. was only it was only Grendel left on the board at the end. But um, this is again, this is where it needs tweaking to make it more competitive because there doesn't seem to be much in the rules about um, if you get tabled and things like that. You know. So, yeah, for sure. So again, needs tweaking. And that was it. That was then. I then unfortunately had to come and bow out, and I went upstairs and hung out with you AOS guys for a little bit. So Which was quite fun, and does bring us upstairs. And it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so AOS. Well, we had quite a bit of prep to do, didn't we, Adam? We certainly did. For my, for my decision, so I decided uh, that for prep reasons and because I really wanted to, I took Deepkin, and was eagerly waiting the release of. What we're just going to call eels. Eels, 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 eels. <laughs> eels. eels. Yeah. Appropriately enough for East London. <clears throat> the, yeah, exactly. Um, 
So waiting and waiting and waiting as these drip-fed week releases came in. It was crazy. Yeah, it was like a yeah, five-week really, release, wasn't it, Deacon? They it was really eats it out. For how many kits is it? Like, not actually that many, eight? like six maybe. Not, <laughs> not eight. Well, oh, no, I suppose with the characters. characters yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all the characters came out in one week. But basically, it transpired that the eels came out on the week the LGT was on, on the day that LGT yeah, was technically exactly. Saturday so it was morning Saturday morning that they came out but fortunately we have Magic Madhouse yep and they are open and selling stuff at midnight on Saturday morning because yep. they had the bar and they were doing stuff for LGT so thanks very much to those guys the deal but for the did. drinks was excellent it was really Madhouse good wasn't well. it yeah, yeah. I was I down on the Friday night but three beers for a tenner or Three d six pounds. Yep. Oh my god, I forgot about beers, that. Which yeah. was amazing. Because well, I, was... I say amazing, it cost me a lot of money because if you played against me, you know I roll a lot of sixes. That's true. Donald did very well. <laughs> Donald, yeah, got a like six and then a four. Yeah. Ugh. I was a uh, super drunk by the time Decent. I got there. I forgot yeah, about that's that. True. Yeah, that's true. It was great. Uh, so we picked up how many boxes of five? Five boxes eels? I needed for my list. Um, so essentially my list was uh, the aspect of the sea on a bellwind to be a right nuisance <laughs> who cast abyssal darkness at an 18 inch range which gives cover to all uh, Ideneth within range so that's an 18 inch <coughs> bubble Filth. Uh, and then a big block of the Shalingard which ignore rend so they're on a 3 up save uh, that's 9 eels 9 of them yeah, so it's a lot of wounds running total uh, two tide casters, one of which is the general, so that I can swap the table round and do a lot of running and charging, which makes the army a lot more aggressive than people think. Uh, yep. Three units of reavers just to make up battle line, but actually they're superb as a battle line choice. Mm. Uh, they die, but if you keep them alive till round four or five and you're scoring objectives with them, that's what they're there for. Yep. Uh, and then a soul scryer who took two units of Morshar Guard into the sea with him to give my opponent something to think about yeah so that's yeah that was the six more eels six more eels in two eels. in two units of three yeah so we needed the 15 eels. eels painted for nine o'clock in the tournament so we had some hours well, yeah, to no. get them done and yeah, on sale one minute past midnight and when was the first game on the schedule 10 uh, 10 yeah so it started a little late but we were fine yeah uh, we got them done in hours and the yeah. eels are an amazing kit just to I was surprised how few parts there were to build them as well. Yeah, you said really it was well. basically in half. Yeah. <coughs> no, it's a big body, and then it's got two tiny little fins that take no time. And you glue and its then face on. You glue its face on. That's, That's it. it. Done. Was, I love how GW have gone on the road of having to glue faces on. No, yeah. it's Necromunda kit, so it's Gives all you like you, just, you, glue, you glue faces to heads. You all do the time. Blood yeah, it's the much better than well. the, like, putting the little head on in the bull socket joint thing. But yeah, yeah, so we we got them done. That was our that was our starting thing, and I really appreciate Adam helping me with all of that. Also work. painted both of your tidecasters. You did paint both of my tide, including conversions in on one of them. That yeah. was yeah in advance. Can't just say I would have helped you, but I was really drunk. <laughs> you were good excuse, Adam. So yeah. as far as excuses go, it's you pretty know, solid. I mean, I I could have helped drunk, but you wouldn't have liked the result. No, uh, That's a lot so... of <laughs> Then, yeah, there was a lot of flying sands. Yeah. Then we got on to actually playing games. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, you took your standard. I standard took Order my uh, Order Draconis list. So that was the Dragon Lord Host Battalion with a dragon with Quicksilver Cool, collision. next two section. Units of, so this is a new podcast <laughs> these people don't know. Uh, two units of ten uh, Dragon Blades and a unit of five Dragon Blades. Then a Dragon Lord who is the General with the Lance and the Shield, so that he's not dead. 
Um, and a Phoenix Stone with Tenacious 15 wounds, growing a wound back every tier of phase is quite nice. Uh, Lawmaster, and of course the Phoenix, which everyone will still be taking in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, they, they will, it's just not gone up by enough at it's all. It's not. No. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Um, so, what was, I actually know what the games were in the first pass round, because I've actually yeah, got these in here. Yeah, I apologise, I don't so. my book, so I don't remember my opponents, but I remember mine. This says EXP Tuesday Fun, LGT warm-up. LGT game one was Knife to the Heart. Nice. Um, my game was against Simon Weekly, who's the Welsh... 40k team That's captain. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have the Magma Dragons, he, right? Yeah. Was he the 40k so team captain on the day as well? No, so, no, okay. he, well, he was actually playing. Yeah, I thought was. a lot of 40k players end up being disgruntled. Yeah. Uh, he had three Magma Dragons, Greasius yep. Goldtooth or Over Tyrant, um, and um, I don't know, three units of ten orcs or something. And it was the most violent game ever with five dragons and a phoenix on the table. Yep. Um, he had uh, the Overtyrant, basically the only bit of flavour. Well, I mean, it was an incredible game. Um, we started super close to each other and just threw monsters at each other is basically what happened. Um, I thought I'd lost the game based on the Overtyrant's command ability, where he literally throws Surprise, money at you yeah, and halves your thing. charge distance. So yep. my knights made it in. Oh, is that, and where, my... the, is that where the Triumph and Treachery... Yeah, must have come from yeah, yeah, and so um, the dragon lord with the quicksilver potion did not make it into combat. Yeah. So I was reliant on two units of ten uh, dragon blades to take Harbing's on huge. three magma dragons. They he's took. He's got three in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I popped one and took uh, one down quite a bit and managed to get some mortal wound dragon breath onto the other one. So. Yeah. I'd done almost 50% of the lifting. For, for my benefit, can you just run through what a Magma Dragon does briefly? Because I understand they're quite... They jump a whole ton of wounds with a three-up save that does some mortal wounds when you save. When or when you wound it, it does mortal wound wounds it, to oh, you. A bit like the it's just a giant big tank, yeah. but it's Similar way, way, way more tanky. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, super yeah, tanky, yeah. and they have like okay. 16 or 20 wounds each. 20, 20 wounds, wounds with each, a three-up save. 60 wounds and... Any, just, any random awesome. immunity, anything like that? No, no but I mean, it starts on a good save and yeah. it has a lot of wounds. Um, very strong list. It's very, very cool. It's cool. It was the coolest list ever. Um, I think it was. So yeah. far that Tom Lloyd was considering taking it to AOS Six Nations. Uh, yeah. He's got three Magma Dragons in bits in his home. He's actually got the dragons. He bought them. Yeah, I no, think I he's changed I his list. He has changed yeah. his list. Oh, has he? I was talking to uh, him earlier today, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just about managed to kill that. I killed... Uh, 1,650 points. I couldn't quite grab the the oh, orcs. So you got the, you like got the one, minor win. I got the minor win. Uh, no, I ended up with a major win because oh, I, really? I easily got the objective because he was stuck then. in a he was stuck in a corner. Yeah. Um, so I Knife to, to the heart's hard to get the the major on. Yeah. Um, and I got the. Um, Although LGT it didn't matter, did it? Same points for a minor win or a major. That's win. right. Yeah. 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 So I I beat him on probably scenario minor win. It doesn't yeah. say here. So that was fun. Um, your first game would also have been Knife to the Heart then, Matt. Yep, I, uh, again, I can't remember people's names, but I played a death uh, player with Vordry and a zombie dragon with a Bellwind push, mm -hmm. and I think it was 80 skeletons. My first day, as you will find out, blurred into just a mix of skeletons. Right. Um, so I Death's think been quite popular since Legion's first game, the maybe there was 90 skeletons. There were definitely two blocks of 40, and I think there was a 10. Um, and then two big dragons I made a mistake and tried to split my army and take off both of the zombie dragons with mm. uh, one with reavers and a unit of Morshar guard and one with mortal wounds and a unit of Morshar guard 
ended up doing what I thought was below average to both of them. Uh, and then both of them used their D6 healing ability when he got the turn, grabbed like five or six wounds back each, and were back to full. With yeah. lesson learned, with death, kill the whole model. Yes. Yeah. Don't let them recover things. Kill the whole unit, kill the whole model, whatever you need to do so that they're not coming back. Uh, <clears throat> that was the mistake that I made. I basically risked trying to get both. So then Vaudry and his crazy shooting attack just went through my army. Yeah. It's like six more wounds, six more wounds, six more wounds. Yeah, turn after turn after turn. It's hard work. Uh, so I lost my first game. Okay. Sad uh, second round, um, I'd gone up um, a little bit, uh, having won, but ended up being on the same table. I played on that table three times in the week. Did you? Yeah. Um, so I was against uh, Richard Fitzmorris, who uh, turns out plays for Tamalon, or used to, but mm. then moved to a different part of London. Uh, they're yep. the other guy, the other club who are at Magic Madhouse London. Um, it was Duality of Death, which is an auto win for my list against Nighthorn, which is what he had. So um, I won't yep. dwell on that too much. Richard was a fantastically gracious opponent for a scenario that must have just been insanely frustrating. That's the problem with duality at the moment. Yeah. It is a little bit like you've got an army that's good at it, and so, so yeah. sometimes you just can't win it. I, I had the same thing in my game too. I plonked the aspect of the sea onto one objective and put yeah. Charlotte Guard around him, and he had Abyssal Darkness up, and my opponent couldn't get onto the objective first turn, and so there was nothing he could do. Yeah, right. um, um, that's just how that goes. If you go one point up, you stay one point up, assuming you can hold that objective. Yeah. It's, yeah. it just doesn't work really. It doesn't. Um, I the one kind of amazing, really amazing moment of this for me that felt like a bit of a triumph was a turn one charge onto Arkan with some clever piling in. Um, he, there was a screened unit that I obliterated on the charge and then was able to pile in closely, close enough with the dragon to pop Arkham before Richard had a turn yeah. um, I don't think it was a particularly a misdeployment for him um, I'd got so far up the field with the movement battalion and the re-rolling charge um, there just wasn't a lot of space for him to to not be where the way that the terrain was. Uh, just on that note, the terrain for AOS was really good. Yeah, um, really I would good. expect it to improve really for nice. a second year of an AOS like LGT, the, um, but Tom made an excellent effort. The yeah. rules for the tables as well. Yes. Yeah, um, so you, it just like decided what four of the terrain features were based on yeah, how far down the table you were. So if you were fighting in Shadow or Ulgu or whatever it's called, yeah. narrative play. Yeah, yeah. Um, then everything true. then there was four pieces on the table that were predefined that were sinister yeah great great doesn't yeah. have a massive impact on the game yeah it's not as if you couldn't roll that anyway you rolled all the other ones or you chose what you were going to do yeah. but it just gave a little bit of theme to the games without actually affecting the match play play yeah um, and it felt it like really you good. were in different realms even though yeah. the terrain was the same it was it was enough of a narrative nod i think it's a really solid pack overall actually from uh tom yep. uh Loyne yeah, very and, very good and from ran it very very well so first yeah. game um so third game of the day i found myself on um kind of about table eight which i was quite pleased with and then um they swapped uh, some of the matchups around for club people and i went oh my god i'm playing against fire slayers Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so, I watched this game. Yeah, uh, so this was Battle for the Pass as well. So yeah, with um, 120 Volkites or something. There were a lot of Volkites. Yeah. It may have been 100. Oh, I actually, like, my second opponent was obviously Death, as I said earlier, yeah. and had a lot of skeletons again. Unfortunately, he had Manfred. 
Right. Like Manfred is bad. Yes, he is not. That's good. what I learned in that game. Yeah. He's not good for the points. So I was yeah. playing against um, Arcadius, who was a Polish guy, and mm. was probably. Yeah, it, it was the best game of any kind of tabletop I've ever played as a player awesome. in terms of me making the right decisions. But also, he was a phenomenal opponent. He thought he'd won immediately. He thought and he I thought that or he'd just won immediately. Table. Just how it was on the table, mm-hmm. how it went. Um, he elected to go first. Um, this is Battle for the Pass, of course. He just holds the middle ground. Yep. He outdrops me. He just sits on it. I don't get through 120 Volkite Berserkers in the game. And that's it. And he tables me by about turn three. Um, and on dice, that is pretty much what happened. But there was also some clever retreating going on. And his one, All about objectives. Um, and the one kind of really... What, what scenario was game three? Battle for the Pass, so lengthways. Okay. Um, and he needs, Which Fire Slayers are good at. Yeah, right? And he really wanted to push onto the objective in yeah. my territory, which would be scoring him four, and I absolutely couldn't allow that to happen. So there's a lot of stuff that won't oh, work in AOS. Oh, he tried to push, to, really? Yeah, so I think Fire that Slayers was... Fire Slayers often was, just take the middle. Exactly. So if he'd taken the middle and sat there, he would have won. Mm-hmm. But he was like let's have a game and um, I I think the decision actually was he didn't think that my list could get past him or do anything I explained what the battalion did his mistake was bringing both dragons to within three inches when he charged in on turn one and he he had a load of bonuses to charge and was only obviously nine inches away only one unit of the 120 of the however many it is three units only one of the three units made that charge which Um, is a 3d6 Taking away the high, yeah. the so I got I got lucky on that, but it mm. meant that two two dragons and a right. unit, two dragons a unit of ten, uh, dragon blades and um, the dragon noble, basically wiped out a unit of Volkite berserkers. Which I mean we've we've played before and we've played before it, and doesn't it, happen. It doesn't happen. No. Um, I rolled big and then obviously in the second turn I got both dragon breaths in. Then I won the priority. Um, was able to retreat out Dragon Breath, seized the left-hand objective for me. Yep. The Phoenix just tanked 60 Volkite Berserkers mm. for the whole game. Mind you, you've got a lot of practice against Fire Slayers because we've have. played four or five times. Yeah. What he had in his list, which I quite liked, was he had nine of the Endron Riggers at the back. Yeah. Mm. So there was, I thought about those for a while. But so there was a lot of horrible shooting coming in. And Endron Riggers? Sky Wardens. Sky Wardens. Yeah, the shooty yeah, ones. Yeah, the shooty yeah, ones, yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, balloon dudes. There was They're a, both balloon yeah, yeah. dudes. There was a combat lot of balloon or shooting shooting balloons. balloons. Yeah. Endrim riggers are shooting. That's what, yeah. No, they're combat. Endrim riggers are the ones with the drill things where they come in with the chainsaws. Yeah, chainsaws. Yeah. They have Ren 2 damage D3. It was those, They're the fighty ones. It was those ones. The fighty ones. I don't know. Anyway, there was shooting and it was painful. Mm. I think it was Skyhooks. Yeah, there was some mean, shooting, but, but the other still, ones are better still, at shooting. Oh, fair. I mean, it's still pretty good shooting what those mm. guys yeah. are. Yeah, I think he, I think they were probably in the list to go and seize objectives and float about and be yeah. annoying. Yeah. Uh, that's what made him two drop instead of one. Um, and right. Okay. But you know, I'm, I was fired at the time, so there we are. Yeah. Cheeky side note. I'm not anymore. Um, but yeah, so I managed to retreat past with enough knights that he was like, oh, what shit, where's he gone? Mm-hmm. Um, and then managed to get some pretty, I mean, I get to re-roll a lot of runs and things like that with banners. Yeah. And, and so that was... It's all about re-rolls. Yeah. And the elves re-roll everything. Yeah. So I ended up with like literally three knights on the table, but one of them was on each objective. The lawmaster yeah. was standing resolutely on the one at home and the phoenix just bossed it. Um, and a couple of his units just eventually popped. There was a bit of sinister around. I was do- consistently doing enough mortal wounds. Mm. Um, and I kind of broadsided with the Phoenix so he couldn't pile in past 
uh, yeah. to get the majority because of course majority 20 scores on that scenario yeah. he i had to stop him getting onto my home objective it's such a good scenario so he he went five one. three up it went i then went 10 10 8 16 15 it was so in the balance he won priority three i thought i was done for and he whiffed and it was incredible right. uh then i whiffed then i got the priority four and managed to go 23 19 and he couldn't come back because he didn't have enough models to stop me anymore and it was just amazing um mm. His yeah, shooting really was really painful, but so dra three dragon wins for game one, for day three one. wins for day three one. So I was feeling one. pretty good about my list. Um, we headed over to Magic Madhouse for the evening. Um, yep. You got two wins and a loss, I think. I got two wins. So my game three, uh, battle for the pass. Yep. I got to play against Joe, one of the guys who's been in the Hackwick chat for a while. Yeah, um, and I've seen him down playing Donal at Shade Spire or other things down at club for a bit, but we've never actually like properly chatted. So it was really good ability to actually like get a game with somebody that's the thing about tournaments you actually yeah. get to speak to some of these yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. that you have been in chats with for a really long time it's funny isn't it yeah you get One to like finally play a game so he had more death sure uh less skeletons i think it was only 40 or 60 yeah uh but he had arcan who i didn't like the look of because hand of dust is that the name of the spell yes yeah yeah the one where you can just delete nine eels if you get lucky Yes. I didn't like the look of that no. at all. Um, Nobody likes Arkan, that's why I turn one charge. <laughs> so yeah, I, I managed to turn one charge in with six eels. One died to deadly on the way in. Good stuff. That's nice. fine. And then I didn't take him down. I think he oh. had two wounds left again. That's so, quite fun though, that's cool. But the rest of my list worked perfectly. He did. He got Hand of Dust off twice and it didn't kill the eels, which is, I think it's only like a 13% to actually do yeah, the full-on kill. It's pretty unlikely. It's pretty unlikely, but you still don't want it to happen. It's such a huge thing. But the rest of my list just worked exactly as it was meant to. Yeah. I threw nine Shalangard across in a massive line in front of his entire army with a two-up save yeah. and stayed there for the whole game while the Reavers sat on the objectives in the middle and he just couldn't get past because I kept rolling the ritual where he can't fly. Yep. And then Nighthorn really don't like it when there's an Avatar of the Sea with a 24-inch range Tsunami of Terror giving minus one to hit to basically is all oh, I Oh, six up for mortals. Was gone. Exactly. Mm. There was no damned on wow. his side, so six up mortals That's just completely disappeared. Nighthorn's so. going to be popular in Age of Sigmar too. Yep, and damned has now changed, so yeah. you can't get the plus one the plus from damned. So Tsunami of yeah, it's re-rolling one. So Tsunami <laughs> of Terror basically gets rid of. Uh, entirely as, as an army. Yep. If you roll high <laughs> enough on that d6, it's just insane. It's such a good spell. Um, cool. So that just shut off his army, and I think I won by quite a few points on the objective. But it was an amazing game, Joe. It was really nice to actually have a chat to Joe. So yeah, I was two wins, two wins on day one. So we went and had some beers, got some takeout food. We in had a lot of beers. House. It, it was, was a, really it was good. Really fun. Um, yeah. Colin, like, full down props Northern to Ireland. Magic Madhouse for putting that on. Just like they all just stayed. Till the very end, didn't they? They were all there yeah, at one a.m. It was, it was like, awesome. all the stuff, and they were then at the venue again the next day selling stuff. They had a yeah. store there, so it was at cool. eight a.m. So um, jealous I missed that bit because I went home and yeah. had a, a salad and an early night. And a couple of your mates were there as well, um, from the Olympian. Oh um, yeah. yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, John was here with. Uh, I can't remember. Who was John there with? I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Draw the blank. 
Um, but they came down, and um, the really Polish nice. guys came down. Um, and, there was loads um, of people. Col- that Colin was down from Northern Ireland. He had a list that was, oh, that having, was really cool. having seen my yeah. list at Blood Tithe, he had basically brought the same thing, but I think actually better in iOS 1. Mm. I loved it. He had the Grail Knights, which aren't compendiumed out yet. Nope. Um, and he had that the, was cool. um, n- uh, the Enchantress and Morgana Le Fay, or whatever she's called now. So uni- Unicorn Bretonian Caster and Regular yeah. Bretonian Caster, which yeah. is basically just like, cool, so questing knights are now basically invincible. Um, it was very cool. He it, just wanted to hope to hit Chaos all day, didn't he? Yeah, and he would have just exploded all over them, which would have been great. And yeah. the, the the innate double damage from the Grail Knights yeah. is, quite, is quite fun. And, and they actually they, do rend! Yeah, they do. Surprisingly. Only and, against Chaos or any No, they have rend one on oh, their really? weapons, cool. unlike most cavalry in the it was game. A, it was a fun list. It was really and cool. the and well guys were down as well so Jimbo and that's right uh, Bedj and yep. uh, there was a couple of other guys down from the Cambridge lot where they're, they're really solid lads and stayed with us and had yeah. a load of beers that evening which was yeah. really nice to chat with them again outside of Raw yeah um, and I was I was staying I was staying with Kieran so props to Kieran for putting me up despite the fact that I live 10 minutes away from the venue he lives 5 so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah we were sort of competing as to who can get home the quickest yeah um, so day 2 um, the two. scenario, game four, and we got in a bit quicker on day two because AOS players had sent to be left their toys in the building. Yeah, we left um, so much So, better. day two, Alex had a run. I had a run. Um, How did a, your run go? Uh, yeah, I did. A, it was a half marathon, so uh, two hours and six minutes. Nice. Yeah, That's pretty good, man. And it yeah. was a hot one. It was well. a hot one. And for it those was, who can't yeah. see, which is everyone other than my uh, co host here, I'm ginger. So, when it's super hot. <laughs> And super sunny. It's like kryptonite. It's like it's not like kryptonite. It's fucking kryptonite. <laughs> um, so I ran past the venue. I gave you guys a wave and wished you good luck. And I was absolutely gutted. I couldn't play day two of Necromunda. Um, because you'd have won. Primarily because I felt I felt like I was really in it. But you uh, should have just taken longer on your half marathon. Just like when you get to the stadium, come in, play a game of Necromunda, yeah, yeah, and then just continue. Like, yeah, yeah. It's four hour half marathon. Yeah, what I know. You, yeah, I know. Or just got um, some sort of doppel paid some other ginger guys to be like a doppelganger and just take over for me at the half mm. at that point. Yeah. That guy was in prison this week for impersonating somebody in the lot. Yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah, intense, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Medal and yeah, everything, yeah. didn't Crazy. It? Anyway, so anyway, I didn't endorse anyone to do that before I get arrested. No fair one. Um, so we had in in the Olympic Stadium where there was air conditioning. Yeah. Um, we where there had was actual sports. Happening. Well, there, there was there was air conditioning in the AOS rooms. Yeah, yeah. And we, a large extractor fan for War Gamer Husk. Mm, yeah, lovely. We had Star Strike, which is a scenario that I just it's my favourite scenario. Love. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, however, so I was on table three by this point, having somehow yeah. beaten Fire Slayer. And Angel were doing really well. So Donal was table five or something. I was on Wait, table I don't eight. Talk about and Donal was and table. His and his and th- this isn't this where Donal was like playing Vanguard Wing, and I was like, Donal, how are you gonna how are you gonna do against Vanguard Wing? And he's like, I'm gonna take him off. How, like, how, how, how are you going to do I'm it? I'm just really good. <laughs> and then he just walked away. It was the best. I yeah. think that was game four. It might have yeah, been game five. Was. But it was just the funniest. He's never lost a Vanguard wing with Grotz. No. Yeah, somehow. Anyway. So there we are. Um, so I had uh, Maxime Julian. Um, oh, yeah, French yeah, yeah. guy. Plays for South London Legion. Really yeah. nice bloke. But I've never played him before. 
Uh, there are quite a few South London Very media guys player. there, which is great. Very good player indeed. Um, not to give away the end of this game, he finished quite well in the event. Yeah. <laughs> um, my I flew a little bit too close to the sun, or specifically, the Phoenix flew a little bit too close to the sun and mm. its wings melted. melted uh, this game was quite interesting. Max had a question about something that I forgot to mention in my list, which is that Hallow Heart was oh, the yeah. allegiance for my list, because... Firestorm was allowed, and Hallow Heart gives my dragons a dispel chance at minus uh, one. Yeah, um, but no points. Yep, Phoenix Temple, Eldritch Council, and Order Draconis. So that was nice. Um, and the TO said that that was allowed, so that was good because if it wasn't, I'd have really struggled. Oh yeah, because Lawmaster's Eldritch Council. Yep, but oh, I yeah. struggled anyway because Maggotkin of Nurgle are oh, yeah, very yeah. strong. Um, so it was Nurgle's um, very good at the moment. What's well, the well, what's the what's the one called? For, something uh, noxious, something banned. What's the one called? that everyone runs Plague uh, Touch War Plague Man. Touch War Plague it was Touch Plague Touch, Touch. Yeah. there was a GUO he was the general there was Festus I needed to kill Festus Festus is a lot smaller than the GUO you need to be able to see him to breathe on him do uh, you? you yeah. need line of sight for oh, okay. Dragon Breath do you? didn't know that if you don't I'm sad I, I, uh, I don't know that. I don't think I got close enough I know anyway. it's not a shooting um, I mean to be fair it would make sense it's not like the dragons you yeah. know, I'll say, I'll say just now I absolutely it. hate um, just as a war scroll it's not that it's particularly good it just seems to roll well against me the Lord of Affliction so the Blight King guy on the rock fly who's a character good commander can absolutely well. do one yeah. <laughs> he's I, really good he, he's he my to, least favourite thing in the game I think you much. have to remember that Maggot King have been written for AOS 2 I am well aware of They're that much stronger than AOS 2 stronger. Yeah. Um, that game was really close I think Maxime was a bit taken aback by how much I took off turn one of Nurgle. He was like, "What's going on here? Yeah. This is savage." Yeah. Um, um, so I, I took turn one. I think he gave it to me actually because he was like, "You know, I'm resilient and we'll we'll come across." And you, I just did wiped you throw your whole army I, threw, onto him? I had to. I threw yeah, everything I at him. I did so much damage. How many plague bearers did he have? Uh, it was all Blight Kings. Oh, so no scream at oh, all. No. So you did have to just charge yeah, I just him powered and into it. He had a unit of four of the flies at the back, or three, or whatever they come so those in. those Blight Kings they just come in swans. No, not the Lord of Afflictions. He also had the Blight Kings on no, the flies. No, I think they come in ones. Oh, right. Okay. I think well, they, they, they might come in twos, but I four, think they come in ones, and you can take up to seven. So I, I made two. I made oh, one yeah, mistake. individual models. I made yeah. one mistake that I think essentially lost me the game, and then got lucky on turn priority, and it didn't, and then rolled a double one charge for how, the Phoenix to kill Festus. He? And that did lose me the game, because that meant that he was able to cast... Um, Corruption, or whatever it is. The, the one that's minus it. one armor save. No. Oh. The one that does mortal wounds on bare attacks. Oh, um... Blades of Putrefaction. Yeah, Blades um, So I had, basically, if you can imagine, I had the Phoenix to the right-hand side of my deployment and the Dragon on the left, and if they'd been switched the other way around, um, I would have absolutely got through to the GUO turn one and had line of sight to breathe Festus off. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a mistaken deployment, which I will learn from. Um, sure. But yeah, double one charge from the Phoenix. Festus survived. GUO tanked Phoenix for the rest of the game. And um, the cycle of corruption turned to the thing that made everything just impossible to kill. I was obviously on minus one armor from Lord of Afflictions on basically my whole army at that point with some clever retreating. And yeah. there were just so many mortal wounds that I just was dead. And was it yeah. um, Blight King's dice spiking everywhere as well? Um, it didn't 
do you know what? It is good, but um, it never seems to have much of an effect. My army's got no, good good saves blades. and re-rolls, um, but with the save going down, it was just literally weight of yeah, attacks yeah. and mortal wounds. They have so many attacks for Blades of Putrification yeah. or Putrefaction. Um, I made a cut. I, I went at him, and the it's plan so was good. to hold stuff behind the line as things came down in Star Strike. Um, I did get up on points, but eventually was tables, so uh, that was a shame. How yeah. was your game format? So all of Saturday night, I was saying how much I wish I could play Carriage Overlords. Play uh, against them. Against them, yeah, yeah. Because Deepkin loved to play against Carriage Overlords, and I want it was I've never played against them with Deepkin, and I wanted to make sure that it was a matchup that I could actually take. So game four was Carriage Overlords. Mm. Uh, lovely guy, lovely, lovely player. Uh, but it wasn't Dave Bruiser. No, it wasn't I mean, I'm not saying that because Dave's not lovely. He no. is. It's just that you would know his name. <laughs> no, it was another. Um, I think he was London-based, but yeah, lovely guy. Considering how the game ended up going, <laughs> the Caradron essentially can't do anything to Deep King because they have to shoot the closest unit, and the closest unit is a unit of nine eels that are immune to rend. Right, and Caradron do shooting and rend. Yeah. Right. So they, those are, those are, on those average, are they, they shoot their entire army at me, and I might lose one of the nine eels. Jesus. It depends on how well they roll and how well I roll, but I've got a three-up save, ignoring Rand. So he gave me first turn because he knew that, which is the right way to do things, I think. Yeah. But people are not sure about actually how offensive my army is. It looks very, very defensive on paper, but it's super, super offensive. It's very quick, isn't it? Yeah, and it hits like a train. Yes, so I've been tabled by it. Pe people are just it. not expecting it to do as much damage as it actually does. So he had his boat on the table, mm -hmm. and because uh, he wasn't the drop out of the sky boat, it was the do a move boat. That's the better way of doing it. I don't it's know. The it's the same boat, it's just people. Yeah, it's you exactly can, you the can same do, boat. You can do the same thing, it's just he was playing it better. Yep. It's, um, that's it's a, a different list. That's just a different um, yeah, a, a code yeah. amendment. Yeah, 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 I think they're just, they're just slightly different. It's just a thing. preset. Um, set of yeah. code rules so he had he had 30 Arcanauts on the table and a boat that had everything else in on the back table edge Yeah. so I charged the boat first turn with 6 of the Morshar Guard and the Soul Scryer and got the unit of 9 eels into the Arcanaut company by running and charging and just pointing at the Arcanaut company and getting yeah. the plus 3 on that and I pointed at the boat so that the Morshar guard could get in and then tag the boat with one Ashalan guard and then the others spread out and got six attacking the Arcanaut company. Which six kills eels them. kills 30 Arcanauts, no problems, because uh, they run away because he hasn't done Inspiring Presence, so you kill 20 and the other 10 run yeah, away. terrible bravery. Yep, they're yeah. just guaranteed to run away. And the six Morshar guard kill the boat. I surrounded the boat so he could only get six um, engine riggers out Right, and he has to be able to deploy. Okay. An admiral, his general died to the deadly roll. <sighs> so he had, after my first turn, after he hadn't even moved, oh he God. had six Andrew Riggers and a Ether Chemist left. Right. Well, you're not going to win a game with that. So, nope. so we played to turn five. Huh? He, How? we, uh, I had the objective that he was just an absolute sport about it, and we basically did. He, when he was down to like two engine riggers I put the avatar of the sea into two engine riggers and then refused to attack with anything but the fish <laughs> and then it took like mockery at a certain point yeah but it was funny he wanted to see if he could kill the avatar of the sea and I wanted to see if I could kill his army with fish and did you yeah <laughs> <laughs>
so that was good. Um, game five um, came up as Total Conquest, um, which um, I, I hope there's a better map for in AOS 2. I like that one. It's easy. I like, I like the scenario. Just put but the line down the middle. Yeah, but nobody easy. knows that. If the, yeah, if the map yeah. in the book was better, the game's easy yeah. to play. I like Have the scenario too. Have you listened to Stormcast? No. I was going to say, they've changed it. Yeah, I've seen one. They've streamlined the map. It's much better. I'm not listening. I'm not going to think about anything about AOS 2 until I sit in the car driving up to Sterling for That's fair. Team World yeah, yeah. AOS. The I've got my before. army in a box. I've got an eight-hour drive. I'll read the book. Yeah, fair. I've got a new army to build. But yeah. Total Conquest? Uh, Total Conquest. I um, had gone back down to Table 8, so where I yeah. had previously fought in the Realm of Fire against Fire Slayers, reasonably enough, yeah. and was now playing against Disciples of Zinch. Um, oh, so that was, that was nice. Um, so win? I obviously got completely murdered oh, because um, uh, it's essentially cheating to yeah. use Zinch in AOS 1. Um, to be fair to Craig... Uh, I thought you played really well. I, I, I actually made a game of it, yeah. um, but I haven't written any notes because I was just so pissed off and frustrated it at is, this point. Playing Chain Host or any of those um, Zinch lists at the moment is just a nuisance. If it's on the first day and it's on, on the top few tables, then fair enough, it's a competitive list. I felt a bit annoyed with the draw to have met it on table eight having had a really hard game against Nurgle, having had the game of my life against... You still say Zinch has never won a major UK event? Uh, I mean, it, oh. won, it won Heat 3, like, literally two weeks ago. Yeah, it did, yeah. And came second as well. Yes, it Which did. Won, the, it, uh, win, it won Heat 3, and Skyfires won South Coast a year and a bit ago, but yeah. not the change host, do you think? Yeah, like, just, no. just max out on, like, yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. being a... Um, I mean, Craig, Craig was a great opponent, um... I played well. I managed to pull off the switch with the dragon and the phoenix that I'd failed against yep. Nurgle and got in and popped his chicken. Nice. Um, hey. It's always um, nice when you pop someone's chicken. Yeah. And, um, of course, I I pinned him into a corner. They call him Bernard. And Matthews. so... It, but did I get the chicken in the end? No, not quite. Oh, it just survived. But I pinned him into a corner and um, was kind of 6-2 up. Mm. Uh, like he couldn't get out yeah. and it basically came down to I I lost didn't just couldn't win a turn priority he pumps out so many mortal wounds yeah so I needed turn I needed turn priorities dragons. to be retreating and screening yeah. and instead he won them both so I was standing still and being mortal wounded yep um, and there's just nothing you can do I mean the phoenix didn't die or go anywhere because it was on a one like a Minus well, it's just got the four-up save. save against the mortal wound output. Yeah, but it also, as an armor save, was on yeah, like, yeah. something ludicrous because there are about a billion spells being cast near it. So it was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just be on a minus three-up save then. Nice. Um, which was ridiculous. Mm. Uh, so the phoenix just sat on an objective. I managed. To, he was a bit cavalier. I think he'd realised that he needs to come out of the corner, so he brought his sky fires forwards a turn earlier than he should. My general dragon was lagging behind because he'd been held up by the changeling, and the dra the ja dragon just went in and killed all of the skyfires. I think it was only six, but the dragon just without even breaking a sweat killed all yep. of them. And he went, "Oh no!" Yep. So a few points. Um, so that was that yeah, was they're good. Not, they're not a combat unit, are they? They're good in combat. They are better in combat than you think they're gonna be. They are frightening in combat. Right. Yes. But a dragon takes them off before they get. Yeah, to you the kill them first, and then the phoenix makes a mess of the horrors standing next to them, and suddenly your opponent goes, um, "Oops!" But it was too late, and everything got out, and I had a lawmaster running away. He yeah, got. He played well with his shaman to kind of sweep round and take the take the objectives as he went, but the lawmaster was. 
probably MVP because he just kept r- like running six and capping different <laughs> objectives he's as, very cool. as I needed to move the dragons around. And I mean, he's on foot, so because he's been of wild stallions. Yeah, it's a shame that he's gone up so massively in points. Yeah, he has. Oh well. There we go. So that was that was me. Um, so my your game five, five total I must have been. I was on the table next to you, wasn't I? You were. So I was on either nine. You were or on seven. seven. So I don't think seven. Um, and Dunn was I, on five. I was playing against a matchup that I really didn't know about. So it's Cunning Ruck. Ooh. So Ooh. sixty Savage or Cunning Ruck with he had five Gore Grunters, which I haven't seen in that list before. But they're fast. They and are. They capture objectives, and there's a lot of wounds there. So. In total conquest, you'll see conquest. more of them because they're coming down in points. Yeah, in total conquest, very reasonable unit to have. Yeah. So, like, I didn't underestimate them. I don't think, uh, but he saw the matchup in the same way that the Carriage and Overlords player did, in that he didn't think that he would do any damage to the eels in the first turn. He couldn't get the double Savage York shot because I went an inch away from being, you know, the fly move. Yeah, and then the double shot happening. So. I, he couldn't shoot me twice, so that put me something like 26 away. I can't remember. So he gave me first turn again. I swapped the tide table and charged both of his Savage Orc units. One with six more Shargard. Savage Orc or the Savage Orc Arrow Boys? They're both Savage Orc Arrow Boys. Right. It's, a, it's a cunning rock one. Yeah, yeah, but you need the, the Orcs for your battalions. So there is like a unit or anything. Ten. Right. They, so no, they were blocking off the nine in the back corner in total, cool. total conquest so he, he played it completely right it was a Swedish guy he'd flown over for the tournament really so really quite a lot of international players yeah there, it was actually, really really nice. good it was lovely to play him the UK's um, got the biggest scene outside of North America right one would think so yeah, yeah. yeah West tournament. yeah and I think yeah. loads of people came over for this one because of the venue yeah um, it was a big it was a big selling point that they can fly into London and then just be, fly be into London place. City and get on one train and be at Stratford yep uh, so Nine in Charlingard went into 30 savages and killed all of them, <sighs> which is 60 wounds. So they did a lot. And six more Charlingard. Well, so this is good. both with with running away. Yeah. So I kill about 15 and about 15 run away. Yeah. Depending on the roll. Um, and six more Charlingard went into the other unit and there were three left. Wow. So at the end of my turn oh, one, God. I killed 57 savage or caraboys at that point the cunning rock is not so frightening and it's, also you are immune to rend and you can only shoot the nearest unit it's not a problem at that point um, yeah. so that just that's how you get rid of the shooting meta there is just a lot of it damage is. in that list i mean it does he the, says the that nine... list he keeps saying that list what's that list subsequently being list. called yeah the yeah the matt, the matt hinton list the matt hinton internet. list yeah, yeah. it's known as have you not seen i'll that? take it yeah i have yeah, yeah on tga the matt yeah. hinton list i think people underestimate how much damage it does and it does a lot of damage, especially against things that don't really have a save, because the Ashelin Guard yeah. just have a lot of attacks. Yeah. So that went the way that you'd expect it after a. And we played it out. We played all the things out, and he yeah, played. Yeah. He played well, but I think we called it a turn four or something. Amazing. Um, but yeah. Uh, so strong finish for Angel. Donald very did well. Strong finish. You did well. Yeah, um, I was seventh. Sixth or seventh, I think. Simon was definitely top third. Yeah, Simon um, was up there. Donal was up there. You dropped after having a bad day I, too, I dropped which down. is a shame. Yeah, I, was, I was way down. Just 20, had bad matchups day two. Uh, but still top, more than top half. 
way easily. In uh, yeah, in, in the top half. Yeah. Um, but you know, could have could have been game five on table one. I think Joe did pretty well shot. after I beat him. I think yeah. he got two more wins. Uh, that might be. Uh, he definitely had a good game. Southland four. Legion did well. Um, he did well. But superb tournament. And Darren, Darren took it, didn't he? Darren took it. Yeah, game five was against Jack. Yeah, and it basically came down to who can swamp the board first. That's what I meant to say about um, yeah, Collins. I just remember. Collins' amazing list with the the damsels and the the Grail knights was that um, Colin lost to Jack Armstrong but tabled him. Nice. There's just so many knights and so much damage. I really? Mean, you know, yeah. You know. Even not against Chaos, that is a lot of damage yeah. to put out against that Saurus. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, um, it might be against Demon keyword. Oh yeah, yeah, you're so right. It does I think really it is. Hurt Seraphon it it as well. is against Demon Keyword. Extra damage. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I thought LGT was great. I thought Tom did an amazing job organising it on yeah, the day. Yeah, fair play, um, Tom. Thanks very much for sorting it out. And he 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 ran Even it. Even spray really painting the trophies on the day. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, yeah. he told me about that. He yeah, sorted, he sorted they were lost. Yep. He sorted everything. Um, it was great yeah. seeing Jay, of course. Blood Bowl seemed to go down really well. Hey, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of bad feedback about LGT all over social media, and, and actually, it's all been forty k. It's all it was all forty k, and then bleed through from that and other like minor things that yeah. weren't to do with the AOS stuff. But so I had a I, superb time. Also, they hired G4S to do the security, and I mean, they literally were under review by the government for not being good enough yep. at their job several years ago. Yeah, it was, it was just, all external factors. Yeah. Kind of also just want to say I did have a moan about the refund policy all over actually trying to justify is why I switched systems yeah, um, yeah but um, you know I, can't, I actually do get why Zach did that well it's trying to bring so, in a model that is like in the states where you go to a con but ultimately that's not the model that we have here and so yeah, no. it's going to need a little bit of people there to play the games like rather a than to go to stand. the center and I have to be honest I think if LGT is going to continue hopefully it continues an AOS tournament particularly if you know Tom gets at the helm again it's going to be awesome uh, I also do hope it continues to do the specialist games part that it did yeah. because yeah, actually I feel that the experience of all the specialist games competitors oh, I spoke seeing, to seeing some Warhammer Ancients going on that yeah. was awesome Warmaster oh, was there yeah, I really loved well. seeing yeah. that there was some Battlefleet Gothic I think there was uh, yeah BFG the, um, I never uh, found the Inquisitor guys which I did made me they really only upset. had one table yeah the, uh, I had what are they called the, what are they the Conclave Conclave yeah. Certain. Uh, so, yeah I was speaking to one of them um so yeah. thanks thanks Tom for sorting it all out. Yeah. It was super, it's super good on the day. Um, yep. and a tournament ten minutes from our houses is never going to be missed by me really. It's no. the easiest thing in the may world. Long, may long it continue. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Um I managed to come second on the painting, which meant Jimbo took the main prize, yeah, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, well um, deserved it. Andy Burton took first place painting for Shade Spire, yep. which is so worth mentioning mention as an angel win. man. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah, nicely um, done, Andy. I, Hope I may have won Necromunda and put Angel back up, but I didn't, so sorry. Who was top destruction? Did Donald take it? Yeah, surely. Mm. Must have Can't see Magma Dragons overtaking that. No. Must you, have been must have been Donald. Yeah. Um Yeah, cool. I'm fairly sure I wasn't. So that was that. the LGT. That was um, indeed. Should we, we go on year. to some narrative chat? Let's do now. some narrative chat before I talk about Heat Three because that'll just suck all the life out of everyone. Yeah, alright. Let's do let's I'll do some general. Everything. So narrative wise, um Alex, you've been making a start on your army for Raw, right? Yeah. Um, God, I feel like I can join in the AOS chat now. Yeah, you can. Um be. yeah, so Raw. Really Realm excited. War. Realms at War in Cambridge. I in... finally paid for that yesterday. Did you well done. Yeah. <laughs> Mitzi was like, Well done. Paid. <laughs> Matt, Matthew Hinton. Yeah, I was in his naughty books. Um 
So, um, Cambridge in uh, Halloween weekend, right? October. October. Um, So good. And it's a narrative weekend, so this is where I come in. Um, I have bought a new army. Um, I said I wasn't. Sound effect for a new army. I know. We'll we'll get one. We'll post edit it. Yeah. So I said I wasn't gonna get a new army, and then that just. When did you say that? I don't believe that. No, I I think everyone always implies that to their other halves, don't they? Yeah. I said to Sarah, I wasn't gonna get. I think I ever do. You don't. Yeah, I think it's just like like, I'm gonna get a new army, but I can still spend time with you because Adam's gonna paint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You see, that's my my my. (laughs) That's my problem because she sees the boxes and goes, "Oh, that's gonna be you sitting there not talking to me." Well, yeah, for however long. You need a cupboard that shuts. He's got one. It's very nice. I have got a cupboard that shuts. You've seen it. It's bespoke. Yeah, that's true. That Um, is really nice. That one. So anyway. so we've got to make Ether Labs and Ether Mist. Ether Mist. Yeah, it's in... all about Ether Me. Ether Me. Ether Me. Ether. What is Ether? Ether Me. Thanks, um, Adam. So I am creating a free people's army. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing that partly because actually I do want to. I'm quite interested to run them in AOS 2. So it's a good basis to then expand on for AOS 2. Yeah. But um, I'm creating. Um, two steam tanks to go in there which I've called the HG pattern steam tank excellent and it's uh, basically going to walk like a tripod Um, entirely inspired by my love of War of the Worlds the book not the shitty Spielberg film Um, I'll I'll happily watch Tom Cruise running around for a couple of hours uh, okay Um, be sure to read the book because it's way better I have read the book it does have Tom Cruise in there does it Um, it does okay in the book yeah I mean you know insert character In, in my head Um, and so I've got two steam tanks going on and I've decided to which I think the conversion's coming up well um, I've bought the Skitari Ranger kit and I am amazing and yeah, I, um, I've only seen one picture, I think, but it's really nice. Yeah, well, I've only done a good, They actually take ages to do, which I didn't realise was going to happen because you have to trim the Skitari legs off and put the handgunner legs on, which leads, that's the second kit, the yeah. standard handgunner kit. Um, and I'm going to have 20 of those dudes, um, so they're going to be all steampunky wearing long coats. Um, oh, yeah, I have seen one of those. They are an incredible yeah, conversion. Um, such so, a good idea. And uh, they're, just, they're just taking quite a long time because this guitar has got robot legs. And I thought, yeah. like, having bionic limbs in AOS is probably one step too far. So no talk to the dwarves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. I I, I, but it's, okay. I just, it's just a little bit too far for me. I didn't want Fair that. Enough. Um, I haven't actually decided who my Ether Mist is going to be. I think it's probably going to be a Stormcast uh, conversion to look like the. Well. To basically be a count size ordinator going forward. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Um, but for the purposes of Raw, I think it's going to be a, a Stormcast from that, that new chamber that um, is getting released very shortly. Ah, yes, the chamber shooty shooty. Sacrament the chamber sh- sac- sacraments. Like yeah. Something yeah, sac- sacrilege. No. no. Um, anyway, that, that, that chamber, and I think it's going to be someone who's not gone a bit rogue, but someone who's just sort of sided with the, got, enjoys the experimentation side and sided with these guys. Yeah. <clears throat> I have decided to now to shelve my um, narrative character who I've been developing. Oh, so yeah, you kind of you kind of got to an end of his storyline. He right? died, but well, he, yeah, he did die. End. And I, I was <laughs> I was tempted to kind of resurrect him and stuff, and I was like, no, that's, Wars, just, that's just a rubbish sequel isn't it no, so, it so, so you went new. to like three narrative events with him yeah developed the did the did the typical marvel three film yeah. arc yeah yeah for yeah. him yeah 
and then finished yeah. it off. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's it. He's he's had his good. trilogy. He didn't have the rights to do a standalone film. No, no, no. we might do we might do a Genesis Sony. story. Exactly. Yeah, just get it. I've sold the rights for the Genesis story and the oh. and the gritty reboot in ten years. Um, lost <laughs> all of the good villains. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be the the Ethermist. And I'm going to do a Hurricaneum that's also walking on the three lakes. They're still uh, a bit good, aren't they? They're still still a bit good, and I'm excited to do a, a kind I of steep. I've seen points for them. They've. Neither have I. Don't know. Oh, I've been yeah. asking for the illegal. Three peoples. Yeah, and no yeah. one gave it to me. Don't know. I, mean, um, I don't think I've seen them we'll find out next week. Uh, and then, find out. Exactly. Yeah, that's and cool. then a, a couple of walking rocket batteries as well. So the idea oh, is that's it's so a, cool. There are. There are it's a, it's a very steampunky, artillery-based company. They're going to do... Who's going to be controlling the walking robot batteries? Is it going to be little like crewmen with remote controls? No, I'm going to do a couple of crewmen that look like the uh, the, the handgunner conversions, but I'll um, they're going to be yeah maybe attached to the model, so it's like they're actually okay. on it, like yeah, actually nice. controlling it. Yeah. And then I'll magnetise them so I can pull them off as wound markers. Yeah, yeah. well, you want um, some little levers on the top. So it looks yeah, like they I can like pull six or seven levers I need, and it makes them. I need move. to. I, there's a couple of kits that I need to buy just to get some extra components, but I can't justify it until I've bought all the OS two books. Yeah, so, it's an expensive month. Um. So, <laughs> and uh, and that's that's my start for for AOS two slash raw and that and the I, I haven't actually developed the narrative too much yet. I was more. It'll come when you build the character. Model, I was more. I was more. Yeah, we'll get some games in before. I want to yeah. try out my list before. Well, exactly. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Yeah, I was we more. Can, we can develop. Like, we had a bit of a rivalry. Of came we did. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, it was cool. really cool. Back to Raw was fun last year. Yeah. As well. yeah, yeah, that was really good, and we don't have to play skirmish this time. No, that's and I think that's actually. I'm not going. I think I. I think actually that might be worth us talking about the pack in a bit more detail. Uh, yeah, we'll go through time. it in another narrative section. But yeah, so I haven't developed the narrative. I was in love with a certain conversion idea. You've got a aesthetic. good idea as to and what then, you actually want. Yeah, and I'll push yeah. it in a certain direction. How about you, Matt? So yeah, I'm developing my raw army as well. Uh, it's now I now have all of the bits. I need to collect some of them from Magic Madhouse soon. Um, so they're doing they do good old direct orders at twenty percent off. Oh yeah, uh, that saved my life that for this. Was super for this army. good. Yo. Um, so collecting the rest of that raw army probably on Saturday or Sunday when we go and get um, that's not this weekend no next weekend not tomorrow next weekend when we go and get all of the other pieces I'll collect those as well but I'm basically moving away from my high elves and dark elf combined list and I'm going for a college of magic that I've written all of the fluff up for and essentially I'm taking a wizard from each of the uh, different realms of magic as one of the professors from that, each of isn't the... Isn't that a War Scroll Battalion? It is a War Scroll Battalion, yeah. yeah. So I'm taking one that, drop. that battalion. <laughs> I am indeed... One drop narrative. One drop narrative. Every single character is a hero. Yeah. So I've got no units and no battle line in my whole thing at all. Yeah. There's three battle mages on foot, yeah. a Luminarch, a Celestial Hurricaneum, and a battle mage on a griffin. Oh, what's your lab going to look like, actually? So my lab is a giant, one. like, house moving castle-esque robot moving thing. Yeah. Uh, where I got a, a Grimkin model from Hordes. No one knows what that is. Nobody knows what that is at all. You'll have to see it at Raw. Sorry. I now have it. There's other manufacturers? Yeah. Oh. It's really good. No, this one is a great model. Um, actually, I've seen, you have shown me it. it is really so I'm nice doing model. the... Um, it's resin, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the stupid raw hordes things where it's resin and metal. 
it's the worst things um, but I'm also going to put some uh, bits from the Sigmarite Mausoleum kit over Ooh, it that's and a good idea. some bits from the Lake Town houses that is oh, such a so nice kit the Lake Town houses crazy big like just think how's moving castle on legs like as if it is in the movies yeah, yeah. that's the so idea cool with uh one of the wizards so i think you saw yesterday that that's gonna be I my saw, i did not i saw it was me oh, you you pick it up. may have been okay. there but Picked i was out of it he looked yeah, super fair. sexy um yes you, the you, avatars of war imperial wizard i did see him yeah. i just can't remember really he looks really like, nice. like deckard kane from diablo nice wizard model so that's that's what i'm doing for raw we're now Ooh. getting getting ready for the narrative you've put more effort into your lab because my lab's just going to be the onager june walker because conveniently one came and the Skitari start collecting this. But that's the advantage box. of my raw list in that it's six models. Yeah, true. <laughs> so How many wizards do you already own? Uh, I haven't painted anything of it oh, yet. Okay. I just own it all. So yeah. it's ready to go. So I think I can really focus on getting good uh, character models because I don't have to actually focus on painting yeah, units. Yeah, you have, what, three months? Four months? I've got three months or so. Uh, it might be four at this point. I don't yeah. know. Um, to Take just paint six models and yeah. get them done Take really nicely. Right. Endless spells. Oh, and I, yeah, the rest of the list I just fill out to 1500 points with endless spells. Oh, that's amazing. That's such a good idea. Yep, especially because that battalion means that you can forego casting to give another wizard plus one to cast and plus six inch range. Amazing. So, first turn you can go, <laughs> so three wizards got... don't cast, here's a purple sun. So you've got, so you've got, so to be clear, so a narrative event, you're taking a one drop magic one meta drop. Magic purple, one sun drop purple sun delivery system. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be hilarious. hilarious. The aim cool. is to try and cast every single endless spell in a game. Is the aim to come away from a narrative event with no friends? Huh? How, How many, many endless spells? Ten. Ten. It's double to a turn. Yeah, I think they come to a total points of like three hundred. So mm. I think it fits. I'm sure it does. I'm very entertained by this. <laughs> <laughs> I might be 350 or so, but cool. I'm so the narrative is magic. Yeah, the narrative <laughs> that is that is literally but the literally, narrative of Raw as well. So. Got, it does yeah, work with the narrative. Yes. I think it works really I well. Think I think it's good. I like the idea. It'll could, be an awesome weekend. You could do it as well. So it's like because the endless spells have only just arrived in the realms. It's like they they've only just yeah. My aware new college is like trying to work yeah, them trying out to work and it trying out. to study yeah, them. That's why they've also sent. So my ether mist or whatever we're calling it is going to yeah. be the he's going to be the head of the college who's trying to be the forefront of studying oh, ether nice. mist. is here is he not an orangutan he's not an orangutan no that's unfortunately he's not an orangutan that's a shame yeah. uh, so i think that's I, what are you doing for narrative um, at the moment adam what am i doing for narrative at the moment um, just match playing building it up i'm literally doing nothing for narrative um you're not doing any painting on the Horizons. We're so, not doing narrative AOS, uh, but we are doing some narrative other. You've played systems. some Necromunda games. Yeah, I don't play those narratively. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd love to lie and be like, yeah, I'm really building up the backstory for um, the Hasgard Oilers, which is the name of my Goliath right. Warband. You just want to take off Alex. I I guess I've I reached a point, and I really I've really enjoyed both Raw One and Two. But it's I'm not all about it to be honest. Um, I mean I enjoy narrative games, and when we did the Raw Comes to London event, um, yeah, that was super. Uh, yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. Um, but as like a whole thing, I guess my entire job is around narrative. So if I'm going to do something on the weekend, I quite like just rolling dice and smashing face and yep. getting smashed back. I think. Yeah. I think actually there's some there's some 
merits that because I'm my job is all about budgets and spreadsheets and right. maths. So actually, when I play games, I kind of want to be lost more in the story. Yeah. yeah. So I think it is. It's just your. It's your escapism, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm more likely to, and and particularly nowadays as well. Like now that we've got a big D and D campaign going on, like in terms of like social narrative role play, yeah. that's more my bag, I guess. That's where I really enjoy the narrative side of things because oh, yeah. I come from such a role-playing background. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're it allows doing. me to basically play iOS and be a yeah. GM or DM while I'm doing it. Well, that's what we did. Really for, cool. That's what you very uh, did very very well for when Raw came to London. Yeah, yeah. just GM in the game, and actually, it's cool. I think, it works. I think a lot of narrative events are starting to learn that actually you need to have yeah. GMs floating around. Yeah, um, I think for for me as well, like if I'm writing a match playlist. It will be a themed list. Yeah, that's so true. it will be as good yeah. as it can be. But uh, I, I like there are the potentially same. other options for the models that I own that are better. Like as as Colin was like, this is what you want to take if you want to be competitive. I was like, cool, yeah, but I'd still want Order Draconis Allegiance and and what have you. And yeah. like, there's a few like new dread dreadwood lists kicking about online for Sylvanath. I'm like, I don't want to play dreadwood. I don't like spite revenants. No, yeah, um, bad. So I I may. <laughs> what's this interesting I'll probably buy some spite revenants um, and do very well with dreadwood this year but um, there, in, in my, there is there is a story in my head that does kind of bring me on to heat three yeah let's go over um, heat three back to some quick match play so long story short um, it did not go well you didn't have a good tournament I didn't have a good tournament um, no I remember the chat I managed the to weekend. I managed to salvage having a good time. But that yeah. was very much outside of um, it, it felt like the way I played into having a good time. Yeah, and I had to have a word myself to do it as well. Um, I'm going to put it down at the start to literally just not traveling with you guys or the Angel Wargamers. It's so I had really, really good chats with loads of people that I don't usually see. But I realized it's the first time in five years I've kind of been playing solo at an event. And yeah. I was a bit out of my depth at a Heat. I've never played a competitive event at Games Workshop Nottingham before. And heats are actually very competitive. I mean, it was insanely competitive. I think not it was as competitive. bad as that 1,000 point tournament we did a while back. No, but, but it's competitive on a level that expect. I wasn't expecting. Particularly yeah. for the third Heat, there were a lot of players who'd already qualified who were there. Um, my first game that came up, um, Barrack Zifflin. Yep. Caradron Overlords. Not a thing you can deal with. Star Strike. Scenario that I do well at if I haven't been shot off by Ren 2. And but both dragons were dead off. before I had a turn. Yep. So that was that. Now the issue was that um, my opponent had already qualified. Uh, James, really, really good opponent. Played really tightly. We had a good chat. Um, we were having a chat during the announcements, actually. And it's not his fault. I should have been paying attention. But I missed the announcement for the Legends Painting Competition. And I got tabled very very quickly so I left the event hall thought I'm not going to let this ruin my weekend I get a free access to the exhibition, exhibition hall which I've still never seen which That's was amazing. great and there's yeah, something that they've so changed cool. since last year so now if mm. you go to one of the heats you get in for free as well That's as the which is great so I went down there um, and a couple of the guys I know were there so Steve was there with his death and Laurie was uh, there he was taking yeah. um, he was taking Daughters of Cain rather than Sylvanath which you would expect um, had my lunch Came back into the hall with two minutes before the next round. Voting for Legends Painting Competition finishes in two minutes. And I just hadn't heard a single announcement. And uh, I think it was just complete bad luck. And I basically felt like I would go home at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. So we played on. Um, second game was against Blades of Corn against a really great German guy. 
Um, duality of Death, as I said before, is an auto win for me. It's even more of an auto win against Blades of Corn because you have very small characters. He actually had two Bloodthirsters, uh, but yeah, my Cowboy Dragon killed both of them. It depends on how many Bloodletters he's got. Yeah, not enough. Yeah. Um, on that list, um, my Dragon kill uh, the Purple Dragon killed both Bloodthirsters by the end of his turn one. Right. Because I killed one on the charge and he killed one. I killed him back on when he charged me. Right. He just didn't do enough damage, and then sure. a dragon having taken nine wounds can still one shot a dragon, uh, a Blood bloodthirster, yeah. without having charged, which is something that I now know. Um, and um, <laughs> the great thing about that game, Damien was giving out Haribo to his opponent every time a blood tithe point was generated, okay. which I tabled him. And he also took up a lot of my army. Yep. Uh, so you just ate a lot of I Haribo. I ate so much Haribo. My notes here are, turn one, eat a bloodthirster. Haribo, exclamation mark, such violence, more violence. And then there's nothing written down after turn, <laughs> after turn three because I that was the I presume you had end. a sugar crash. I had a sugar crash, but luckily <laughs> everything was dead. Um, yep. Turns out if you want to kill a phoenix, you need um, five skull crushers. Chaos Lord on Juggernaut, two Korgoraths, um, a Blood, like Sucre- a a blood Stoker, yeah. right. uh, and you need to mix all that in with uh, ten Marauders, um, and that will, take you, that will take you yeah. three turns. Cook in the oven for three turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, right. so that was good. My favourite moment of the game um, happened almost simultaneously, it was two combats. Damien managed to get um, across with enough stuff with the Blood Tithe points to get extra movement to take off the general dragon who was kind of hanging back and giving his buffs so he just smashed through it um, and I'd elected to not support him in the combat and lands pile in by charging the five man unit across the board to rescue the sorcerer um, and um, he he held up for three rounds of combat against ten corn marauders on his own still had a wound left and the knights came and just swept the marauders away from around him so uh, nice. Bill lived to fight another day nice which was excellent it was really cinematic why was Stelio uh, exactly I game like three this was basically a narrative event for you it yeah. was basically yeah. Yeah. Uh, game and I had fun in the end yeah, game yeah. three was against Laurie um, who is a fantastic opponent and I was just completely out of it by this point um, I'd had the sugar crash. Yeah. I'd driven up from London the night before. That's stayed the real up, reason he was giving out Harry Boat. Stayed up relatively yeah. late with my dad drinking because yeah, my dad's yeah. now allowed to drink because he's not on meds anymore. So that was great. And then driven from Sheffield to Nottingham, which isn't far, but I was tired by enough. this point and had emotionally drained myself by failing to enter the Legends painting competition. Um, Laurie had Daughters of Cain. Um, General is a Medusa. There's lots of switching oh, yeah. about shenanigans with Marathi. We were playing Battle for the Pass, and basically Marathi came into my face on turn one, and I was like, cool. You can only a uh, big Marathi as well. Big you can Marathi only do three wounds a turn. So, so yeah, it was very exciting for all the, the all for the all male <laughs> elf army that I had. Right. Um basically, um I had all of the luck in the first half of the game and Laurie was tearing his hair out a bit. Then Laurie had all of the luck in the second half of the game. And by all the luck, I mean all of the dice rolls were fair, but I won the first three priorities, uh, and he won the last two. And it was the last two that mattered on Battle for the Pass, of course, because it means that you can be pushing onto those objectives. Yeah, um, when there's not much left. Yeah, he, he managed to get into the middle and hold them, and um, good use of the Canaries, and I lost one or two mm. more knights across the table than I wanted to. 
cool moment purple dragon literally escaping from marathi did doing the three wounds to her with a dragon breath on a retreat seizing the priority long charging over the top of a unit of um witch elves wiping the unit of witch elves getting priority again charging the hag queen charging far enough to fly over the hag queen and complete and kill both the hag queen and the medusa nice so the purple dragon said i shall kill everything bit of a boss um lorry had so many snakes okay like there were a lot of snakes i don't know how many but there were a lot sure they all died yeah there's a very violent bow game. snakes or choppy snakes uh, choppy snakes choppy there's snakes a lot of the snakes in there's yeah. so much violence in this game um and it got to round four and, and Laurie was just miles ahead on points and there wasn't anything it could do but it was super right. fun and Laurie's always a great opponent um so that was a, another major loss for day one um day two i considered sitting in my parents garden yeah just but realized i would have to drive back to london at some point cat. and nottingham yeah. is en route yeah <laughs> fair um, yeah, with the bet with Tom Cat, I should have brought Cat. him. Actually, he would have he, he would have been very good. Just sit on <laughs> um, played against um, David Glacier, who also had Blades of Corn. Um, he he come up all the way from Kent and always goes to Warhammer World. Apparently, he had the coolest Scarbrand conversion I've ever seen. He'd stood him upright and beautiful pale paint job on this Blades of Corn army. Um, cool. There were eighty blood letters in the game. Um, I'd killed sixty of them before yeah. he had a turn. Um, in total, I killed 86 bloodletters out of the available 80, because mm -hmm. he rolled a nice one for his battle shock and yep. then a six. Um, this all came, This was knife to the heart. Um, <laughs> um, Scarbrand went insane, because I'd basically tabled him, and Scarbrand hadn't been in combat, because he was behind the screen, so he lost it a bit and killed both dragons. And I went, when did that happen? Oh, wow. Um, Scarbrand is amazing if you keep him out of combat for a turn. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I, I take Blades of Corn off quite consistently, but tend to only have one or two models left at the end. So it's yeah. just reminding myself to leave the Lawmaster and the unit of five far enough away. Bloodthirsters aren't very quick. No. Movement no. ten and ten, they go no, down, no. like, you just need to plink a three of you. Scarbrand can't fly. He cannot. Um, which is why he was stuck at the back. Yeah. So I just made a line. There's a video on my Twitter um, at Hader O'Kane of the start of that game which was just turn one charge everything yep and everything got in nice um, and it's fun and the the two dragon breaths managed to snipe out the blood secretor or that would have been quite a different yeah, game i think i'll get the portal um, banner out it was the battle shot that was the big the big key um oh you mean to battle yeah yeah because if he was immune to battle shock then the blood letters weren't going anywhere yeah. but i killed over 20 from each unit and also yep. killed the battle shot thing so that was good um so game five then i was like well one two lost two probably not gonna be too bad gonna be mid table um cookie cutter list of the Nurgle list oh, no, you that got, i faced and uh playing against paul cook um i actually managed to use a hallow heart dispel for the first time in 10 games with it nice which was nice um, I thought I felt that Paul had deployed atrociously and then learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. uh, I killed Festus turn one with a long charge, but it was far enough back that I only got one thing in, which is the dragon, and I ended up just fighting him a bit piecemeal. And Nurgle just comes across the board on scorched earth and takes everything. Um, so that was a horrendous loss, and um, yeah, that was the game where it really, really, really hurt me how much I hate the Lord of Afflictions. Man of the match though. 
very cinematic no this time it was the dragon noble who we've not heard much about this episode at all yeah with his flag in cover re-rolls all his saves he is very good stood on a bit of cover stood on an objective he's not capping the objective because there were 30 blight kings around him (laughs) for four but they turns have no rend. they have no rend and he's re-rolling his saves on a three up and yeah. he's just standing there i remember you did the same thing it against was just me with amazing. nine eels because i have no rend it was just great and, he and just like bosses the it was meaningless lot. and he Is was he scoring the objective three up re-rollable yeah super good and it's just like <laughs> i care so not funny. i am not While caring. holding a flag as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a, and it was one of those big chaos hills forest. with the skulls oh. and the chaos star in the middle yeah. it's like a huge piece of terrain oh, yeah, so all of the blight kings all also managed to have cover all 30 of them wow. and it's just like die no die no and That's he'd occasionally really cool. take a wound off and then Nurgle would grow it back yeah it was a big uh, waste of everyone's time it, it, it sounds like yeah. if you considered it a narrative event if you ignore the painting thing then you had a good time. Subsequently, I enjoyed my games. My opponents were great, and yeah. I had a face on um, for a lot of it. Yeah. So I still managed to get some sports votes. I didn't qualify, but then I did qualify. I love how you, did you hear that? I yeah, still managed to get so some many sports people votes. still managed. Yeah, I yeah. still managed to get even some with his face votes. on. Well, that no, that's good for me because I do get a face on badly. So I I'd, know I'd obviously you do. managed I've known to have you for a long time. Exactly, but I'd obviously <laughs> managed to have enough of a word with myself yes, about it. I know that. Yeah. what you were trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did have a little cry in the corner and come <laughs> back. Basically, good. It's fine. Um, good weekend though because I bought a new dragon for Owen. For Owen, me. Yeah, yeah, more dragons. But more dragons is good. Age of Dragons two is coming out very shortly. Um, and I did qualify um, because ba- you basically everyone who beat me. You are um, going to the finals. I'm not going because it's Alex's thirtieth. Oh, it is Alex's thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, how inconsiderate. Very are you? inconsiderate. Um, really so bad. I feel like I've had enough of talking about me playing over Sigma. Well, um, should we move on to some open play discussions? Yes. Let's. Yeah. So I mean, I think we we haven't got too much time left in the in the podcast today. But no. We could probably just chat about D and D for a bit. Yeah. Um, to just give give listeners something different. Um, we can go through what we're currently running, what's going on, and what you guys can go through what characters you're playing, and but don't give away any secrets no. to each other. I'll be can listening to... so intently, Alex. Yeah. Can I can I just start the discussion by saying that if you haven't played D and D before, and you're arming and ahhing about it, which I have done for years, I've done it for about twenty years now. Uh, what I'm an Ari. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the new edition it. is so just good. just find a, a a cool group of people. I'm going to. It's I. Yeah. Honestly, I've I've yeah. fallen absolutely in love with it. Anyway, that is great. Yeah. Yeah. Go and it's find your D Adventurers League officer or whatever. Also, find yourself a games master like Matt, who's got extreme yeah. extreme experience. I have a lot of experience doing this side of things, uh, and so it's really nice to get a good group where we're consistently playing and doing a cool thing that I really I really really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I've been running Curse of Strahd for these guys, which is a a pre-written module uh, set in Ravenloft, which some people might have heard of and some people might not have. It's an old second edition D&D module uh, based around gothic horror and a vampire known as Count Strahd von Zarevich. It's so cool! Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so it's very much gothic fantasy, not high fantasy. So it's very different to AOS or anything else that we do. It's a it's really nice palette cleanser yeah. from Age of Sigma. Yeah. I've and got golden armor, bro! Yeah, nobody <laughs> Ride the lightning. in, a, in yeah. 
Curse of Strahd in Barovia has golden armor. And they're certainly not riding any lightning. No. Nope. Apart from when Esmeralda's involved. It is, everything is dark and horrible. Well, she makes uh, skull faces. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So, essentially, uh, the, the comparison that I set with, with Curse of Strahd is to the new, the new Zelda Breath of the Wild game, okay. in that it's very, very open-worldly written. Yeah. It is just, Sandboxy. you guys, yeah, you turn up in Barovia, uh, however you get there in our adventure, you were sort of uh, invited in some of the local Vistani uh, brought you in for their own reasons. Well, they brought um, him in, I'm a local. Yeah, you're, your character That's is a true, local. Yeah. Uh, the party has the, evolved somewhat since yeah, then. Yeah, the party were brought into Barovia, and then you instantly know who the bad guy is, or who the yeah. the major antagonist... The named after him. Yeah, of the adventure Just is Count Strahd Vanzarovich, but he is way too powerful for you to go. He has complete vice grip over the entire land, and you can't, you can't deal with him instantly at no. all. So you could go straight to his castle that overlooks the village and is constantly horrendous um, and he'd kill you if you try and attack him. I'm super I'm, glad we didn't do that. That's what would just happen. So mm-hmm. you have to go around like either sneaking behind his back or doing your own like side missions and that's kind of what the party's done as they go through and try and elude detection or just we help as they can. No, you haven't detection. been massively subtle, have you? Well, you, you um, specifically have not. I feel like the party in general has just ridden into Barovia and gone, we're here to help, loudly, and then not helped anybody at all. No, there's not, not even, even ourselves. We've just been thrashing um, about, really. Um, but with good intention. You've, you've mostly had good intentions, yeah, I would say. Um, so we kind of, we've been playing for what, six, eight months now? Yeah. Maybe. It was a month or two after you and Heather moved into your place. Yeah, so that's, I mean, getting on for a year that we've been yeah. there now, so... Um, could be as much as eight months. Yeah, it? it's about it's about that sort of time, and you guys are now like level six. You're starting to really find oh, uh, level five, mo- getting on for level six in the Ooh. next kind of couple of couple of sessions. Maybe Spider next alert. session. Um, so, so you're sort of finding finding well, your feet as adventurers. I've, I've, I've only just leveled to level five, so it's not yeah, because you joined after having um, had a second attack at level five has been quite enjoyable. Yeah, it's much better. Um, um, and you've you've solved quite a lot of problems. You've yeah. like gone around and found all of the. Not all of the ancient treasures that you were pointed at by one of the ancient seers. Not yet. We're um, working on it. We've had a lot you of are, work you are working your way towards yeah, it. There's a hard deadline. There is. There is, and we're in trouble. Yeah, there's <laughs> a couple of hard deadlines in Barovia. Yeah. Um, but you just want to go through your character like concepts. I know both of you are playing. So. Well, I I joined I joined later on, so why don't you? Yeah, I'll, start? I'll, I'll kick off. So we, yeah. we the, the the original party, which has changed somewhat uh, due to people getting new jobs and moving to new countries and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mo, for example. Uh, the original party we met in Daggerford, which is on the Sword Coast in yeah. the Forgotten Realms, which is a more familiar uh, D&D setting if yeah. you've ever played Baldur's Gate or any of the kind of um, PC and PlayStation kind of um, usages That's of that the one where everything is That's set, what yeah. you'll know about, like Neverwinter Nights and stuff is all that world. Yeah. Um, so we kind of met up there, we're, we're, su- we're basically summoned to Barovia, um, and I'm playing, um, surprisingly enough, a paladin, um, but a tiefling paladin, um, and... This wasn't actually my inspiration to, to run the character, but it will sound like it is now. Uh, it's dawned on me that a tiefling paladin is essentially a fantasy version of Hellboy. Yep. Um, so yep. my character is brought up in within the church in, in Hellboy's a bit in more sweary. 
Yeah, he is. I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit more kind of happy-go-lucky, and everyone yeah, yeah. else is looking at me like, what's wrong well. with you? Yeah. He is, uh, for now. Seems, yeah. seems to be yeah. a bit more... Um, what's the guy from Stranger Things called? David Harbour. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. That looked great, incidentally. Um, so there was some like weird wolf stuff going on, so I met up with Andy Burton's character, Kazan, who's a dwarf hunter. We wanted to keep the, the village safe. Um, Seb's been playing a kind of very weird... Bard. Bardy, minstrelly type person yeah, with an warlock. aquaphone, which if you don't know what an aquaphone oh, is, go on YouTube, <laughs> listen to some aquaphone music, and scare your housemates. Yeah, basically. Um, or, best yet, go buy one. And my, my closest <laughs> ally, I would say, within the within the group is uh, the Dragonborn Mage, uh, kind of Rincewind archetype. Boswell. Uh, Boswell, Boswell. Boswell Saviour of Maidens. Boswell, Saviour of Maidens. <laughs> and as of this week, uh, we have a new party name, uh, which is Boswell and the Unlikely Band, yeah. um, because he has recently managed to convince my character in particular um, that he has saved our lives on numerous occasions, which yeah. may or may not be stretching the truth out of character. <laughs> um, Boswell is armed with a rock. <laughs> um, so that, that's been pretty pretty fun, actually. Um, and we kind of have... We, we went to the main settlement, Valaki. Uh, Moe's Wood Elf has kind of ended up living there, having stolen a lot of money and bought a house. Yeah, um, typical roguish things. Indeed. Um, along the way, we've met some werewolves, we've burned down some vampire houses um i accidentally desecrated a church by smashing up a children's bedroom it's very odd um I've desecrated quite a few things yeah not always intentionally no not um, always there was a house that filled itself with blood which was quite concerning um we went we went and saved a maiden in a lake or but you know owen saved a maiden in the lake yeah um we went and staged a coup at the werewolf place which was quite fun and then we thought, you know what, this has been a lot of effort. Let's we go down to wine. let's go down to a vineyard. There's yeah. a place called the Wizard of Wines, and sadly there isn't a wizard who makes wine. It's it's no, the brand it's sad, name. Um, and uh, we met Kieran Allender's character Braylon, who is a, a rogue along the way, who's been pretty unroguish so far, blowing so himself far, up he's twice. He's basically <laughs> just failed to disable any kind yeah. of traps or. <laughs> Matt, Matt's added a really fun. I use the word advisor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mechanic to the game whereby any anytime anyone rolls a natural one or a critical fail, um, you have to remove one block from a Jenga tower, which is precipitously balanced above all of the models and the maps on the table, yeah. and also where we eat our takeout. Yeah. So it's already <laughs> swaying quite a lot. Uh, and every time you mess anything up, um, the, the tower is potentially going to fall. And if it does fall, it has long-lasting effects on characters. Fortunately, yep. I've not actually done that yet. You've not knocked it over, no. Andy has twice. Andy has twice. Owen has once. Seb, no. de Seb did. Seb did. And Kieran, Kieran talked over twice in the two, two sessions, sessions he's yeah. I haven't yet. Well yet. done. But, uh, yeah. We have not. Um, so we thought we, we ended up getting down to this, this vineyard um, where we met um, a group called the Keepers of the Feather, who are what, druids what? who um, can turn into ravens. Ran yeah, rangers, druids. Yeah, ranger yeah. druids, ravens, you get the story. And that's where I um, was. Yes, yes. So you that's, where, that's where I joined you. So my character is called uh, Kor Sonarian. Um, and Kor is a Keeper of the Feather, uh, first and foremost. He's actually for. Um, game mechanics terms is actually a rogue uh, rogue cleric right yeah you have one level build. of cleric from Ooh. your backstory um, that's and, news uh, to me you probably turned that but and, uh, no I don't think you I have cast healing spells once yeah so. ah 
Yeah. Um, so Core is know. from Core is from the city of Kresk. Uh, he is quite secretive, as he is actually an agent that works for the keep, Keepers of the Feather. So he hasn't spoken about himself too much. Mm. Um, however, he is absolutely hideous. <laughs> so, yes. like, yeah, he's um, got some special features. So Core is um, so in Barovia there are a a cursed group of humanoids uh, called the colloquially known as the mongrel folk. Yeah, he's a bit of a chimera, um, isn't he? Yeah, and he's a bit of a chimera, and so he's actually uh, got the head of a. I've modelled him with the head of a fox, but it's more just he's got a canine featured yeah. head that's um, on a kind of very insectoid chitinous. Yeah, you said his, kind head, of, his forearms have like spidery. Spiders kind of appendages that allow him and to stuff climb up like, walls. And uh, and quite conspicuous as a group. Really. Yeah. As a group, yeah. A group, it's yeah. giant tiefling paladin, dwarf where there's not really many of those, dragon born with a rock, um <laughs> fox, 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 fox spider monster. Fox, fox spider monster. Uh Braylon is pretty reasonable. Braylon and he's actually a native of Braylon, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's, native, he's got yeah. the same purple so he's the one that around. he's the one that fits in. Yeah. Um but I mean, I guess so. core. I guess core does fit in because they do colloquially know of the mongrel folks. So they they exist. They just don't really go yeah. range out of crest. Yeah. No, no. So um, people know they are. So he's a, he's a keeper of the feather. He's joined the party at, at the Wizard of the Wines, and he joined you to uh, on an assault on a group of druids. Which yeah. was actually our first in-game, well, my first in-game encounter with Strahd himself. He it was turned ours up. as well. Yeah, he Strahd turned, turned up, up at that encounter he, to see he, what uh, was going on. Yeah, and he turned up and there were some druids who raised, uh, who raised a tree. A tree man, man ancient. Yeah, a tree <laughs> man. specifically Durthu. It was specifically <laughs> Adam's Durthu <laughs> model. Durthu yeah. so, um, turned up in a weird kind of cross And system. whiffed completely, and whiffed, so yeah. big surprise yeah, there. Yeah, you um, did actually do all right in that one, didn't and you? And I... I'd, I'd love to the fact that my entry was me doing a kind of legless climb up his back and then jumping and stabbing him in the eye and then getting thrown off when you chopped his legs off or something. It was actually um, and Andy, um, who's playing Kazam, the dwarf, um, Andy has got a bit of a, an addiction, unfortunately, and it's has subsequently pies. unearthed um, a magical spear that talks to him. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's got some weird role-playing stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool though. Andy's character's very well developed, so yeah, enjoying that a lot. Um, Core had a bit of a moment in our very last game uh, where uh, he took aside a village elder or village leader and we just saved that village from From night tag attack from a night tag attack Gavin yeah Gavan Gavan and um, in what I thought was a private conversation with Gavan but I think in game we realised that the party would have been within earshot enough to probably hear what was going no, on no, so. I didn't hear any of it. Um, he just didn't realise it was a private conversation yeah, so it's he true, just yeah. commented he on just, it he the just next mentioned morning. it yeah, yeah. breakfast and you're yeah. like dude dude shut the dude I in my role as a keeper of the feather I asked Gavan to send a rider via Balaki. to go to Kresk and um, speak to or at least place a bounty yeah. on my own life for um, with, with a character who um, might come up so. who, well with a person called Mishka Bellevue um, yeah. and, like, and he's been he as a favour to us for saving the village um, has instructed for 
that assassination to happen on myself and my character has said that's because he's actually a suspect in an ongoing investigation and we have been searching for him we can't find him we believe that if he could be coaxed out with a large enough bounty that he'll show his face and that's uh, when we plan to arrest him yeah looking forward to all of the other nefarious people from Barovia coming and killing you and us just being like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of nefarious people I think it's going really well I think like everybody in the party has a lot going on in their character yeah there's a lot of sort of hidden stuff that I know about that's really interesting to interact with on the table it's really good it's really really fun to fun to run these sessions and that's the other the other awesome thing about running Barovia in that it's a big sandbox game it's like you guys in this session most recent one was like you were saying can we just stay here for two days and see what happens and obviously something I'd say, happened yeah yeah of course um, we, but even, the world continues around you yeah and, and so at so, the end we had to kind of ride down the hill from the Vistani camp and we've just begun to start and clear out a load of vampires from the church at as there was an attack Barovia on village. the church in the village oh, which Boswell blew the roof off yep yeah so <laughs> while Barovia I was stood on it <laughs> is constantly changing if yeah. you are stationary then Barovia is gonna keep moving around you yeah. that's, that's the fun part of it for me to run the world around you and see how your actions really interact with that it's super cool and role playing something that I never really thought that I'd enjoy um, as, as a gamer mm-hmm. I, I never thought it would really be my bag kind of sitting around and, and making stuff up and yeah. it's been it's been really enjoyable it's Absolutely. a good story like, Curse of Strata is a really good story it's really well written but we'll we'll keep you all up to date about how yeah, we'll that kind keeps of going every now and again we can segmentize this a bit better yeah, yeah, we, do, we do little potted bits of whatever the, that the introduces people to, to what's gone on so far yeah um, indeed but as a closing statement if you've never played D&D go and play D&D it's fantastic and it's basically zero startup costs so it's great yep so, yeah D&D Beyond yeah, the, the, the actual Wizards exists. of the Coast website for it is, is very good. Oh, it's um, the best written game like gaming yeah. website ever. Yeah, kind it's of so online brilliant. character profiles that update live with temporary hit yeah. points and you and buy you, you buy a new book and it's all suddenly available. Yeah. It's brilliantly done. Like it's, it's how it all needs cool. to be done for it, other gaming stores should follow that kind of thing. Yeah. Actually hiring good developers to sort it out. So I guess that's bringing us towards the close of our kind of inaugural show. Under wraps. Um, Kind of in the next next couple of weeks, we'll have the AOS 2 drop. Um, Matt and I have somehow qualified for Team Wales. I mean, you've got a dragon in your t-shirt and I own some dragons. Yep. I mean, uh, we both breathe. Yeah. And are willing to go up to Sterling. Yeah, so so we'll be heading (laughs) up to the uh, Age of Sigmar Six Nations, which I think is the first competitive event. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, also, the team Darren, who won L- uh, LGT, yep. Tom Loyne, um, and a couple Mark. of the other Welsh boys. Mark yeah. as well as the team captain. Um, it's a great team. Really, really looking really forward to it. Um, it was yeah. great talking to uh, Les and Russ in particular at Warhammer World about Team England. Uh, Tony Moore, who's the team captain of Team yeah. England, won Heat 3. Yep. Uh, Byron's going to be in the team as well so England are the team to beat but that's not to discount the others Scotland. as well Scotland are going to be doing good yeah I think it's going to be a really really I fun I think Northern weekend. Ireland you've got to watch out for Donal a lot so we've got that coming up we will have had another session of D&D by then I yep. should, by the time we record I would think yep. yeah. we're doing we've got our AOS 2 weekend where we're, we're yeah. just playing a load of games the weekend it comes out absolutely got booked. that'll be good fun. um 
Alex and I will probably talk a bit more about Necromunda next time, I would think. We will. I'm writing a pack, but we'll yeah. talk for We playtested a bit, so we might talk about that yeah, next so, time. Yes, so some event, some ne- London-based Necromunda event news, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I'll also be continuing to build my Order Army. Unfortunately, I'm actually away the weekend that AOS 2 drops, so I'm, ah, missing, okay. I'm missing those games, which is unfortunate, although I will be getting drunk in Sheffield. They are going to be super <laughs> competitive as well um, in, com- <laughs> in uh, preparation for... Uh, it's fine. Oh, I mean, we're gonna get loads of. I mean, I very much plan on jumping on the competitive train soon. Anyway, so it's yeah, fine. We'll, we'll do that another time. Um, and I will um, hopefully have an uh, an update on. Oh, I've already said that. Writing that pack. Sorry. Yeah, pack, yeah, pack, pack writing for, the, for um, yeah. what's it going to be called? Dome Raiders. It's going Dome Raiders tentatively. Tentatively. Yes. But Dome we'll Raiders we'll or reveal more details. Yeah, more on Necromunda. Yep. Now we do have one final big announcement for yeah, the first for those episode of, you of Angelcast that, that stayed all the way to the end. <laughs> there will be at least two people. Yeah, yeah. Well, us three maybe. I don't I've got to listen to it to do the editing. You have so to listen I'll to at it. least know. So we are going to be announcing. Well, we are now announcing the dates of Angel Core 2018. Woo! Yeah, Angel Core. So we managed to actually consult with the Angel Wargamers this time about what date worked best for everybody. Is Donal still can't Donal come. still can't Neither <laughs> <laughs> can I. Neither can I. But me and Matt will be there. Yeah, so. we'll be there. So we'll be running, uh, not quite sure about numbers yet, um, or costs of food because of the venue change that we've been on so far. Uh, so yeah. we still need to discuss ticket costs, etc. But it will be somewhere between 24 and 32 players. Great. over a weekend uh, five games using new AOS 2 and that will be the 6th and 7th of October yeah that's yes, the first that's weekend right. of the that. first weekend yeah. of October and it will be at Magic, at Magic Madhouse, Madhouse which is actually is. the same building that was EXP same so building that's exactly. Dace Road Swan Wharf um, yep. and that's East London so so um, if you're interested, then we'll keep details up on Twitter or on this podcast. So that'll be really good. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really hyped for that. You and Kieran did a bang up job running it last time. Yeah, it was great um, fun to run. So annoyed I'm missing it again, uh-huh. but I am. It turned. will happen again. Now. We're will. looking at hopefully running um, other one day stuff and Magic Madhouse of Dead King to kind of yep. support gaming in and around London. Um, I think yep. that was the big takeaway from LGT is there could be a scene. So let's make there definitely can yeah, be absolutely. Should we sign off then? Let's do it. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to Jay Channer for the sound equipment as ever. And yep. thank you very much indeed to Soundmouse. What is a very pretty recording studio. So yeah, thank you, Soundmouse. Nice, yeah. Cool. And we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Bye, everyone.